the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 227 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. For this episode, we're going to call it Rain or Shine for very obvious reasons. If you're in the 3252, you really know what that means, especially in this away day. Um, and of course, you saw the game. So there it is. Uh, before we get into the mix, let me welcome back my crew today. The amazing Araceli. How are you doing tonight, Araceli? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm ready for St. Patrick's Day tomorrow. It's going to be an absolute blast. How about you guys? I got my green. I'm ready for it. I know most of you guys listening are probably going to check it after the live, so we're probably going to hit you on St. Patrick's Day, which is cool. Dude, he's got his. I got mine. Yeah. I'm going easy tonight. Hey. (laughs) It's on. It's on. You're wondering why we're on Wednesday as well. That's because I'm going to go see Flogging Molly. There it is. Uh, yeah, I'll throw that out there. If I see you there, awesome. I hope you're there. Um, yeah, two-year hiatus for that one. So, yeah, it's back. Anyways, back to the football. Tony, how are you doing, man? I'm doing pretty well. I'm drinking my Guinness, getting ready for St. Patch's Day, and um, getting ready for a good, quick, long road trip before I come back. And then you were you were watching just before we went on. You were watching some crazy results from the CCL, right? So um, yeah. So if New England won, it would have been the first time that pretty much Cruz Azul had to take the back for Mexican League to continue their winning streak over us. Um, they eventually did lose thanks to Legette, a former Carson player, literally field goaled it. I think I think he's playing trying to try out for the Rams right now with that field goal but uh so now it's a uh, Pumas and Cruz Azul in and what was the other team New York which had an easy buy and uh Seattle so we'll see what happens going into the finals and semis well New York didn't make it look easy that's for sure <laughs> oh no they almost did uh they almost literally did the same thing New England did mind you New England came in with a 3-0 lead into this game and blew that against Pumas, which Pumas is a good team, but not historically the, the greatest. Most people know Pumas from Hugo Sanchez when he played there because that's his team he only and is literally what they're known for. But they blew it and now they're out. Yeah, good on them. <laughs> part of me, and I told these guys earlier, part of me was like, well, maybe for the sake of LAFC, let them all choke. And then when we get back into it next year, we'll be the team to take that like mantle. So I'll be selfish on this one. That's fine by me. Uh, So, yeah, let's let's talk about the weekend. Obviously, I'm back from Miami, as you guys all saw, uh, having an amazing trip with 300 of my closest friends. Uh, It was about that many. Uh, It was wild. It was hot. It was cold. It was all over the place. Uh, People having one heck of a time. Uh, Best thing, of course, is that our side won. And so we'll cover that with you guys today. Uh, because it was an atypical victory for us, not something that we're used to seeing from our side. You know, when we get wins, it's usually overpowering and we lose games. It's kind of like what we saw in this one. But no, uh, this was one of those games where we didn't have our best on display, but still somehow eked out, not even eked out. We took the win. Uh, and, and that's a welcome change. That's when you kind of know you're, you're where you need to be in terms of, of overpowering talent in some cases that even when you have an off day, 
you can still secure a result. And so that that was beautiful. And so we'll break that down. Uh, before getting into it, I did want to give a shout out to our brother, Bam. He's not on tonight uh, due to a medical procedure that he had earlier in the day. Uh, he'll be fine. He'll be fine, guys. Uh, but yeah, uh, definitely. We, we hope for speedy recovery and things work out for the best for him. And we'll get him back on as soon as we can. I uh, wanted to also send our loves to our, our very good dear friend and brother, Fresco. Um, who's, he's not feeling the greatest today. Obviously, uh, he is, um, um, missing his dad, um, over, over a few years here. And so this is the anniversary of him losing him. Uh, so if you want to give us, send out some love to Fresco, please do so. Um, this week, we also do have to mention that, uh, this is the, the one of the anniversaries of us losing Mo. Um, yeah, I know. And so we're all, we're all hurting a bit there as well no doubt, but we know he's with us. We definitely know he's with us. Um, so we didn't need to say that, you know, we're still thinking of you, brother, and we know that you're looking over us every game. So uh, even in Miami, you guys saw Jimmy's post, if you follow uh, Jimmy Lopez, um, about the butterfly flying over. I was there. It was there. And it's been multiple times that a black and gold uh, butterflies looked over us. And so I'll take that as a sign. I hope you guys do as well to know that that he is a guardian angel looking over us. So uh, I'll love Mo. We miss you, man. Uh, so I need to uh, definitely share that. Um, also wanted to uh, send a shout out to Christian uh, Monroy. I know he's a longtime listener for us, man. We hope nothing but, but the best for you, dude. And uh, definitely comment when you get the chance, when you can get back on here. So uh, all love to you, sir. Uh, Tony, you want anything else to, to add before we get into the football today? Um, also, it's uh, Jaime's uh, birthday today as well uh it's like i said today's a really rough day for our black and gold community just because it's we've lost a lot as well and um a fun fact about um with it's like i said this things happen for a reason it's a weird thing but like the coincidence of fresco being connected with everybody today is also he grew up right next door to where jaime lived so take it small world yeah exactly yeah yeah no jaime yeah i miss jaime too man um just remember him you know letting my let my son play the drums uh for you know hitting it around at a young age having that trust in him to do so and yeah it's just an absolute honor but uh two our gardening angels definitely looking looking down on us today and uh we know you're there guys no doubt and uh, we honor you every time every time those drums play every time we get to the field no doubt about that. So thank you, Tony, for, for, for the reminder for everybody as well. All right. On that note, let's get into it. Uh, this is what we do. What we do best to talk about the football. So Miami kicks off. We get there. As you said, a huge army came. I think on my plane, it was like a red eye. We had 40 on one plane, uh, which was insanity in the middle of the night, waking up and doing it and getting off the plane. And you're just seeing people coming out, streaming out, and they're all LAFC people. Uh, it was really cool. Uh, so a little of a Fort Lauderdale takeover and it just kept building and we kept finding other other supporters until game day. Just a giant party. Uh, did want to shout out to Vice City uh, supporters, Vice City Ultras in uh, Miami for hosting a massive party uh, for all of us while we were down there. And that was that was awesome. Sharing some sharing some sounds, showing off our chance. Having a really cool concert as well at this indoor soccer center. It was really cool to see the uni unity 
Um, even though we were playing each other and we were rivals the day after from whistle to whistle, the appreciation of football and supporter culture and the brotherhood of sport won the day, uh, the, you know, and so that was beautiful to be a part of and really does show a lot of hope for, for the culture here in the United States to have groups coast to coast, hanging out, sharing some, some ideas, some great food and, and a couple beers in the process. So a uh, shout out to vice city for hosting that for us as well. Come game time, party time. Very interesting setup, red, hot weather, uh, burning hot weather, lots of humidity, a little bit of a hard thing to play. And that's for sure. And hard thing to sing in as well. And those who were there can attest to that, but it was game time. We had to make it happen. Araceli, what did things look like? Who was lining up? Cause it was a little bit of a different lineup for this week. Wasn't it? It was a little bit of a difference. We had, we finally had some roster rotation, which I don't think most of us are kind of used to seeing um, for the study. The, ew, excuse me, the starting lineup, uh, Hollingshead, Henry, and Moon. We finally saw Moon. They joined uh, Fall in the back line. The midfield, pretty much the same with Sifu, Ilie, and Acosta. And then up front, Chicho joined Vela and Raito. So I again, like I said, you know, I don't think we're that much used to seeing some roster rotation. And it's it's kind of refreshing in a way just to see how it works, especially, you know, seeing Moon back since there has been some discussions around his involvement lately. Yeah, definitely that rumor that we heard of recently. We were going to cover it, but we can throw it in it now. As you heard, he is rumored possible Pohang Steelers. Again, no confirmation yet on that. Um, does it have legs? Possibly. Um, it's a World Cup year and a player doesn't get the time that he needs. He's going to look elsewhere, right? Especially if it's an area where he's going to be comfortable and get a look-see from the national team. It makes sense if that's going to happen. Do we want him to stay here? Of course we do. But, you know, of course, you always want to, got to watch out for what's best for the player. And if in, in his heart of hearts is time for him to move, then do what's best for all parties involved to make it happen. As Araceli said, it was, it was a shock that he was even in the lineup for this game. Right, Araceli? Oh, for sure. And yeah. I think, I, and even with discussions aside, you know, it's something that Sharundalo has said I hesitate to say a few times because we've only seen him speak in a few press conferences thus far, but he does refer to the players as like tools in a toolbox and that he adjusts the roster as he sees fit with each match. So I'm curious to see if we will see Moon again in the near future, despite, you know, the discussions. Right. We we just don't know where he fits in. And, you know, if you've watched this game, it was – wasn't the best game for him as well. Uh, we can just say it as it is. He looked rusty. <laughs> that's for sure. He did get caught out at times. There, there was things to talk about there. Um, so, yes, where does he fit in? You know, if Escobar's back, I don't even think there's a question uh, where he goes. Um, if Ilya is healthy and our, and our midfield's healthy, it's tough sledding for him. That's for sure. So, Good to see him get this match. It was needed, especially against the opponent we were playing. It was okay. Uh, again, roster notations good. So uh, Henry was the other guy that was a surprise, right, Araceli? I think it was a little bit of a surprise, considering we haven't really seen him start for the last, you know, two matches. But 
again, you know, it's still very early in the season to kind of discuss where these guys fit. I think, you know, with a new coach and I, I don't want to say a new roster, but with definitely a lot of a new additions, like everybody trying to gel together and figure, you know, positions out. It's going to be a little bit of a process. And now we're three games in and it's starting to look like Sharundalo has his system ready to go, but you know, only time will tell. Right. You know, he has said he's not locked in. It really does depend on the lineup, but you're starting to see some, some things stand out. Uh, that that's for sure. Um, for me, of course, the guy that stood out even this game from the very beginning, of course, was a Poku. I think having him on the wing was was special. That's for sure. Um, Vela, you know, I think he labored again this match. I don't think there's any question there now. In terms of Miami's lineup, we talked about how they were having some issues with lineup and how it was a little bit difficult for them. Technically, they came out with a 4-4-2. It didn't feel like a 4-4-2 once things kicked off, though. It still looked like they reverted back to having three back there for the most part. Um, a lot of a lot of isolated play, a lot of one-on-one situations. Um, they try to take the game to us. They tried to to go toe-to-toe with us, that's for sure, but it was a slog of a match. And, and so, yeah, I think it was tit-for-tat just because guys weren't playing the positions on either side and people weren't holding shape where they needed to. It was a messy half. Um, and so their lineup technically four four two, but I, you know, there was still a lot of overlapping, and that really didn't always show. That's for sure. That looked a little more dynamic on their end. That's my take, uh, Aristotle. What was your what was your take on that? Any differences in the lineup is pretty much what we were predicting, right? Pretty much what we were predicting because I was uh, doing some quick research on the lineups before you know we went live, and it didn't seem to be too much of a difference in terms of. Um, you know, the, the lineup, of course, but it's interesting to see that that break, uh, break Shea CB experiment is failing for them. Good for us, but for them, mm, I, yeah, they yeah, need to yeah. figure that out. <laughs> he was a disaster the match before we got, we got him. And in this match, as we'll talk about the highlights with Tony, uh, he proved to be a disaster again. So let's throw it to Tony. Give us the highlights of that really fascinating first half it was like <laughs> i feel if you were betting on uh since bam's not here if you bam was betting on yellow cards he probably would have won money this this first half because 11th minute kim Wen juan got a yellow card 15 minutes sanchez got a yellow card 29th minute uh adams got a yellow card and it, it was just back and forth it was like i said the weather i i think you would think Miami would have the advantage because it's their hometown. And as Joseph could probably attest, and he was telling us earlier, it was very humid. The first half, very like dry heat, like it was just crazy. So it had to be a grindy game overall. It was gross guys. It was gross. It was hard to breathe. I'll be honest. I could only imagine on the field how it felt for those guys. It's not something anybody can get really used to. You just have to labor through it. And they were laboring. Uh, black kits and that heat, not the greatest thing in the world to, to be wearing. Uh, but it looked it. You know, it looked the part. You saw the, the, the bogged down weather. You saw the supporters struggling. We were struggling big time with it in the first half. Um, it showed for everybody. Nobody was on their best thanks to that stuff. Um, and yeah, choppy first half. I think that that's kind of all she wrote, wrote, Tony, right? The real story was second half, right? Well, at 
technically yes, technically no, because the 45th minute, that one. Um, I was saving, saving the best for last. Opoku scored, and it was a nice, like, almost re- kind of reminiscence of his goal again in the CCL. Very somewhat similar, but, like, very reminiscent of it. And he pretty much opens the goal scoring at the first minute, and it was in the 45th minutes to end the half. So going in, we were going really well. But it also in more of a favored, we got Shea, a red card, which... It was, I don't, I don't even understand what was going on. It was just dumb. Really? It was dumb. Let's, let's be honest. I don't know why he, sh- why he pulls him the way he does. I, I, so you give up a goal, man, like sheesh versus a red card. And there's no question there's going to be a red card from that. He didn't even argue it. Nobody argued it. They knew exactly what happened there. Just dumb. That's what that is. You know, if, 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 I'm Neville right now. I how do you trust that guy after that? Two games in a row that he was he was the weak link. I I don't know. It looks like a dead dead experiment to me. Uh, they've got to find something new because if that's what they're going to try to ride out, they're going to be in last place. They're not going to be much of a competition for anybody. This is bad news for them right now. Um, and so yeah, he threw that away, and he kind of should have thrown away the game to be honest at that point it didn't really prove to be the case totally because we were still giving up opportunities and and not getting to where we're normally playing but the second half did get show a little bit more light and of course with a poco i will say this man he has a great first touch when he when he moves on somebody like forget it like he's very very dangerous uh scary and uh the finish was beautiful the celebration was was even more so um it was just good to see Really good to see from him. We knew he had earned this, right? He had earned this. He's been the most dynamic guy we've had up top this season. I mean, outside of Villa's crazy hat trick, uh, Apoko's the other story up top. So good on him. Well earned. Moving on to the second half, right? Exactly. And again, second half starts off. um, Not even probably like 62 minutes in, Fall gets another yellow card. It was literally the like card fest of the of the day and of course also we also got a weather change for you guys since you guys were so like the the gods heard you guys were so hot and sticky let me give you some water to uh cool you guys off as well so yeah let's make sure it's sideways too oh and let's make it ice cold even though it's been hot all day the water Mm -hmm. must be ice cold let's do this sideways at you not behind you at your face let's do this for the entire half of course for us i gotta be honest it was fun uh, painful at times right because it's cold rainy but fun and i i think it was fuel i know it was fuel for the 3252 at that point we exploded like we saw everybody running away upstairs like getting out of the rain and we're like nobody move right let's do this and they went nuts we lost our minds that second half. Like 32-52, it was over the top. Like over the top. Um, and call to arms, kicking out there. Like anything to inspire, we started doing it. We dominated the show at that point. The other side, yeah, they were putting it up there. But but man, that 300 we had, let it rip. It was great. It had to be inspiring for everybody. And I think it was inspiring for the team as well. I know it was inspiring for them uh, to see what we were up to because – a little more uh, urgency, I'd say. A little more oomph to the play. A little, a little more bite uh, for, is what we saw in the second half. Was it clean? 
Nah, it was not a clean game at all. Uh, was there good flow? For the most part, no. Uh, but it was effective. They mm-hmm. had to do what they had to do. It was pragmatic in its approach. And we earned our way. Uh, Tony, any big highlights for this that you want to talk about? I know there's one for sure. For sure, the biggest one is... Uh, uh... I'm going to butcher his name, so excuse me, because that's like it's. I have to learn how to say it because it's a very hard one for me to say. It's together. Yeah. Ismail T- Ismail had a uh, pretty much a free kick goal. Um, I don't know how no one touched it at all to go in because at first, when I'm watching the highlights, I thought uh, Moose uh, put it in or one of the, the forwards like had a tap on it but uh that's his first goal for mls or not mls uh for the lafc and the black and gold in a way and it's a perfect way to kind of grind these games out um that was like the best thing and like and i just again if you guys saw the power rankings i don't understand them and this is the i think finally we can finally say that the mls does not favor us at all at this point in time I don't want to be in the power rankings. Ignore us until the playoffs, please. I don't want to be ranked anywhere. I don't want to look at that. I don't want to see it. I don't want to be part of it. I want to be the underdog all the way, even if we're not. Seriously. I don't want reading that stuff. I don't want our players reading that stuff. We're not favorites. We're not favorites till we've won something. Simple. Got to have a different mindset. I got to say for Tajiri Shradi, he came in, what, 70th minute, 82nd minute, he's got to go on a free kick. We knew he had a left foot. This is something we knew he had. I will say for the goalkeeper, though, making that step the wrong direction right when he was taking the free kick probably wasn't the best idea. Uh, Yeah, you shouldn't move before the shot, even if it's a distance. Obviously, that put him in a bad place to react. Uh, It was a seeing eye goal, that's for sure, but take it. And the celebration, again, outstanding. Everybody hugging the coach, everybody together. It was The unity looked strong on that celebration. It was good to see. Even from a reserve coming in, Except the jury tried the way he played. I, I don't know how long he's going to be a reserve. Um, he'll get more minutes. That's for certain. Uh, but good on him. Gets his first goal. That's one way to do it. Uh, I'll take it. I'll take it. And, of course, you ride out into the sunset. Still a little bit more hammering and, and play. But was it pretty? Nah, not at all. Uh, Tony, you were watching it on TV. Uh, you probably got a better view than me from where I was at in the stadium. <laughs> it's <was> pretty wild <laughs> up there. Um, your impressions, sir? It was just a overall, like, a good hard nose game to win. Like, um, again, we, we'll, we'll keep comparing this team to last year's team because this is the only comparison that we have. And especially, we have we, we pretty much have about the same amount of players except for upgrading keeper, upgrading defense, and then we have players coming back off injury. So last year we would probably have lost this game somehow or tied it. But overall we are at the moment gelling really well. It's still early to say how we're doing, but we're on, we picked up the points when we need to. And again, points matter moving forward just to keep us into the playoffs. It doesn't matter if we're first or eighth, as long as we get a ticket to the dance, we got a ticket to the dance and we can, then go hard and stuff like that. But this is good commodity for the fellas to get a, an away away win in the book. So that's my two yeah, cents get on it, it. Get it out of the system, right? Aristotle, your take on it? Tony, I got to ask out of curiosity, since you watched it on TV, how was mm-hmm. the commentary for the game? Because 
I watched the match through Twitter and the commentary was absolutely painful. Like I hate to talk bad about uh, broadcasters in general because I know it is such a difficult job per se, but the stuff that these two were talking about, like it wasn't even really relevant to the game, especially when the storm started. I'm going to call it a hurricane because to me, it looked like a full-blown hurricane. (laughs) And one of the commentators, he like kept referring to it as like, golden sunshine i was like what <laughs> like I- i'm from the midwest and i can admit when we have bad weather but i would never refer to it as that well, yeah liquid sunshine i think is <laughs> what liquid he, what sunshine, the highlights. Right. so i had both so i was i was at work and i had the twitter one and i could i could tell you the it was i feel like the, this is like their you know when you have your first opportunity to like be a anchor or something and then it's like you're trying your best but you don't know your bells and whistles and stuff like that so it was pretty horrendous um the spanish commentary of course i i feel we there's there's no way that was one of the, uh, the better one to do because it was they understand what they were talking about they they actually know the players and like stats and stuff like that well the unless you're talking european british english that's the only time English commentators are going for it, but American commentators aren't the greatest. Even the pros are still very not the are still not good. Max, of course, is from a Latino based like era, so it's like something in his system that does it really well. So that's why we have him as our main correspondent and everything doing for LAFC because he brings passion into it while other people sometimes just is very dull this very spacious slow and that was something that I had heard as well was that the Spanish commentary was 10 times better which you know I do agree with but unfortunately I am one of those who can't speak Spanish fluently so I have no choice but to listen to the broadcast on Twitter so I can at least try to understand what is happening. And overall, if you're not listening to like Dave Denholm or Max Bredos, just listen to it on mute because. Well, I, I will say this. Miami home games usually have Ray Hudson, which is totally awesome. I love Ray and all the crazy things he says. Really, I do. You, you, you've heard him. Uh, he does their home broadcast. Can't they just hire on the home broadcasters for these Univision English ones? Because really, dude, like they didn't know what they were talking about. I heard the highlights and it was painful to hear in the highlights. Um, And it's always been like that when they throw it on Twitter. It's just weird. Just weird. So, yeah, that's not selling the sport that well, is it? When it gets like this, just that doesn't that doesn't help. It's kind of like picking fights at hockey games. It just doesn't work. Doesn't work. Um. Yeah, <laughs> had to go there. Uh, Any case, uh, good game in terms of results, not so hot in terms of performance, but it got the job done. Um, I did want to give a shout out to Bryce Duke, uh, who actually hung out with us at the post game party, did some pictures with everybody, kind of said his hellos. Um, he's hurt right now, would have loved to have seen him play against us, you know, he's one of our formers. Um, but great on him to come out and say hi to everybody and, and uh, show some love for the 3252 and uh, good all-around guy. I think we all knew that ahead of time, right? 
Uh, just showing it yet again. So shout out to him. Um, player performances, uh, Araceli, who, who would you say was your, your top three, since I know Bam's not here to do it. Um, <laughs> who's your top three? I'm going to have to take a page out of our friends at back to back podcast or shoulder to shoulder. Excuse me. Oh my, it's midnight. My time. <laughs> That's my excuse. It is midnight over here. Shoulder to shoulder. I'm sorry, Jonathan, if you're listening to this, but <laughs> Um, I saw that they replied to Twitter as Kwando Mahala Apoku. Like, can, can we do that? Or, okay, fine. My top three Mahala, Ismail, and uh, Krepu. Oh, okay. There it is. I'm gonna say Sanchez gets my number one. Uh, held it down. I mean, he was doing his job. That's the one guy I could say always was doing his job. There were times he was playing center back. He was everywhere. Uh, I'll give one that second star to Opoku uh, simply because, dude, uh, that was a nice one there. You know, good on him. And then I'm going to say Crapo because Maxime had some hard plays in this. There was a lot of activity from him back there that he had to pay attention because they just, again, he's organizing three of four defenders different in the lineup this week. Three out of four were different. That's not easy to do. Um, and he kept them organized back there. So good on him for that. That's my three. You could be interchangeable with me on these guys because these guys were the ones holding it down on the day. So that's my choice. Tony, yours? Um, Opoku, Ishmael, and actually have a tie for third. And I would say Max, of course, is the one of them. And the other one is my dark horse is Rodriguez. He was putting in the work as, as much as he could. He had an opportunity for an open goal, but was fouled, which was a good foul by the defense. But if that was not pulled, then he may have had another, we would have been up three zero or we would have been three zero for the game. So Rodriguez would be my tie with max. Just because of the activity uh, put in on the day. There you, go. there you go. Yeah, work rate was right for him. Some decision-making was sus, that's for sure. Um, some untimely turnovers, but no, the work rate you can't fault. He's always – he's this season he's really had good a good run out, I think. Yes, he's made mistakes. Yes, there's been technical stuff, but in terms of effort, in terms of hustle, in terms of, of being in the right places, he's doing it. He is definitely doing it. So good on you, Tony, for that one. All right, let's take it over to our comments. Let's get this started up with you guys. Again, throw it out there. We welcome it. We love it. Go for it. Of course, I'm going to shout out to Bam once again. He's on there with you guys today. Love you, Bam. Can't wait to have you back on, man. Uh, Beast in the mix. Good evening. He's calling it out for hump day. Yes, an odd hump day episode for us. Next week, we'll be back on Thursday, though, guys. I promise we'll be back to normal uh mark lopez in the mix checking things out <laughs> beast is calling out the gator picture yeah i had too much fun with gators on this trip i i told the guys i ate gator hung out with gator went to everglades twice uh yeah i kind of dig the swamp i don't know it's weird uh let's see beast cheers to tony for lc being undefeated there you go yeah we didn't even say that they're undefeated people Boom. One of the few. One of the few. CBS Loki happy so LFC can be the first one champions. I'm with you, man. That's my mine as well. I agree. 
Uh, Catmania is back. You're right, Beast. So I'll thank Tony for Catmania. Catmania. Uh, Beast also says speed recovery to Bam. Thank you, sir. I see Bam saying he's with everybody tonight. Uh, Hector showing his love as well. Beast talking about Mo says he's a good guy. His spirit is at the game spawn from above. Dude, Mo, like I, I, I can't say enough. Um, really. Uh, for all the things he's done for the 3252 for LAFC culture. Um, keeping my head on straight at times when I was president as well. So uh, good on him, man. Uh, we we love him. It's all it's all love here. That's for sure. Rasta in the mix says, happy birthday day to Jaime Cavillo. Yes, rest in peace, of course. CBFS15, that vice city party was dope i agree man that was fun that was fun beast shout out to black army for streaming the unity between lafc and miami supporters enjoyed the back and forth chants and songs definitely man thank thankful for black army for for streaming that stuff up there it wasn't me i can't take credit um i was just enjoying myself at the event uh beast shay did deserve the red card yeah there's no question he did he knew it he knew it uh, Bam wants to know our thoughts on Kim Moon Hwan. I know we mentioned it, right? It, it's if it's right, it's right. We get it. If it happens, uh, thank you for your service. If it does, if it's not happening, then we need him to step up, right? Do you guys disagree with that? It's pretty, pretty straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> LAC Beast Ted Ted Uncle handed out uh, quite a few yellow cards. He does that. He's usually gun shy when it comes to red. So to get see a red from him was pretty cool. Um, get off my lawns back in the house. There we go. Uh, let's see. Oh, B says washing from home. Mammy weather looked brutal, windy, humid and rain. Ugly weather. You dude, it got cold too. It got cold. Maybe it's because we were soaked. I don't know. It was cold. Edgar in the mix. Weather was horrible, but a great time for the supporters. It was man. It was a total party. It was, it was brilliant. Uh, bam, seeing how bad weather was having to wake up 530 and just sit in my comfortable bed and watch the game wasn't too bad. Yeah, my clothes had took like three days to dry, but it's okay. Uh, <laughs> bam says a poku for golden boot. Why not? Why not? I like this one from Beast. Beckham is probably thinking should have invested in LAFC. I believe he was there. I think we saw him there. Yeah. Bam, playing against 10 men isn't easy. Just ask Joseph when we play FIFA. Yeah, Bam only scores on me when he has 10. I don't know. I'm messing with you, dude. He's... We have a really good back and forth. We're always going back and forth with FIFA. It's it's like an even, even run. It's pretty fun. It's better that way anyway, keeping it competitive. Beast, Boko's first MLS goal? No, right? No. No, I don't think so. Uh, I think it is. Was well, his first so. ever? Well, first goal really? in MLS because technically. Oh he, yeah, Champions League. That's true. Champions League that's is true. not MLS. It's more international. Yeah. So technically, it's his first LAFC MLS goal, but his second LAFC goal overall. It's a trip because he does play so well. You just assume, right? Just assume. Uh, let's see. Edgar, rain was a cherry on top for that game. So much fun. It was nuts, man. It was nuts. Beast, I thought Janela had his way of celebrating the cameras focused on him. I like Beast. He goes, I'll go PG-13. LMS power rankings are just stupid. Majority of teams above LFC all lost. 
they don't mean anything. It's like the Coca-Cola ratings in FIFA. They don't remember those. Yeah, they don't mean anything either. Don't pay attention to them. Uh, bam, they were the worst. Agreed. Get off my line, Shradi. That goal was beautiful. That goal was wild. That was a wild one, but it was on target, and that's all that matters. And crazy wind and rain, and it found it. It found its way home. So good on him. Already, already contributing to the side. Beast, listen to Spanish. It always is decent there in Spanish. Um, let's see. Oh, here we go. Get off my line. Don't know what your thoughts are on the overall strength of the team. Honestly, though, I don't see us battle ready yet. We should have put up three plus against Miami. We struggled getting momentum. Honestly, I think it was the conditions. I do. Uh, that was really hard to function. It was a real test. To come out with a win in that nastiness is 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 a big deal to me, especially when three out of four defenders were out of the lineup. One striker was missing. Let's be real. Um, that's a lot of changes to a lineup to still get a result on the road in MLS. And then this is cross-country. Not making excuses, but MLS has a really good way of humbling you when you make cross-country trips. It really does. Araceli can attest to this, right, Araceli? Your team looked really normal when you travel cross-country in this league. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, the trips can either make or break the game it's especially if the team travel on the same on game day which i think lafc did like the night before and they had to go home the same day like quick turn that ain't easy that is not easy to adjust so you can't really get proper training sessions in and prepare locally. That's not going to be easy. That's for sure. Especially, if, again, the conditions were not ideal. Um, in terms of, of what we have on the team, we have depth this year. I think that's our big difference. We can't argue that. Are we looking like the best in the league right now? I don't think so yet. No, I don't. But our depth looks better than everybody else have been watching the league this year. Nobody has that. Nobody has the substitution options that we have this year. Everyone looks a little light when it comes to their subs. We don't, which is a beautiful thing. Hector, what did y'all think of Dolo's comments post-match? Aerosolite, do you want to tackle that? You probably heard more of it than I did. Honestly, I wasn't able to catch the post-match uh, press conference because I had to leave uh, right afterwards for an event. So I, I have no comment, unfortunately. I was in Florida. I, this is the first episode where I'm like, I didn't really bother. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, Tony, did you get any of his of his sound bites, man? None, none so far. Um, again, like I was at work, and then I had to like trip. Like I, it's been a crazy week. Um, just overall, I feel like again, Dolo's being him from usually from his comments. He's still like people are questioning his coaching style and he's still defending it and everything. Again, it's still early in the season and we're still shaping of what could be again. It's not three years in it's literally three games in. We're undefeated. I'm good with lots of injuries already in odd situations. I'll take what we have and move forward, come home and smash Vancouver and then we're fine. <laughs> Bam, go to the MLB wrote, pick the home or away com uh, commentators while watching the game. Like I said, if we would have got their home commentator in English, it would have been Ray Hudson. Yeah, that would have been cool. 
Imagine the comments there in that crazy weather. Oh boy, that would have been fun to hear. So there it is. Uh, I'm with you on, on that, man. Let the guys that know what's going on talk. <laughs> Not these randos, for sure. Oh, good for Beast to bring this up. LSC will be on KCOP 13 English broadcast and Estrella TV Spanish broadcast again this season. A great deal uh, set up by LAFC to be on KCOP 13. Access for everyone. Good news all around. Good stuff. Beast also says lots of LAC games televised is good, plus games on Fox and ABC. Yeah, it, you're not going to miss much this year. Well, They're everywhere. Cause, well, because we're a team for the people. We don't have a paywall to not to watch to watch games. Yeah, no paywall, but we do play games at 7 at night on Sundays. I don't get it. But I guess for TV, right? That's a TV thing. So. Hey, we're a draw. What can we say? We yeah, Steve, we can sell out at 7 p.m. on a Sunday night while others can't sell out at any time. Just saying. Just saying. And, and just certain reporters have to take pictures 45 minutes before the game even starts to try to push us down. Just saying. I wonder if well. you took any pictures at Staples Center yesterday. Just just wondering. Just wondering. Reporters. Uh <laughs> give my anyone know where I can get an LAC Serape hat. I think you can get them. Outside the stadium, just like those cool gold chains everybody's wearing now. Um, oh, the gold chains are I'm... actually uh, LAFC like official. Are they, they really sell... selling those things? Because they're man, in they the look HQ like from the parking lot. Wait, seriously? Yeah, they're How in much? HQ. Oh, I don't know. You have to talk to the people who bought it. I just saw that thing and I'm just like, nope. That was brilliant. Whoever came up with that was brilliant because they everyone's wearing those things. It's you've seen it, Araceli, right? They're, they're just man, they're everywhere. I've seen a lot of cool merchandise, and I already know when I come to town next month, I am just going to go broke just from the stadium alone with everything that came out from the new kit to the shirts, the are stars. About, are you talking about the women's new drop? Because that's actually pretty cool, too. Oh, and the women's stuff. Um, should I mention now that I'm coming out in April to celebrate my birthday? So if anyone, you know... <laughs> There it is, everybody. Party in April. We're at a party in April. There it is. Araceli in the house. That there it is. In the North End, I hope. In the North End. Uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. That's cool. So look out for that, guys, when she's in town. Treat her right at the tailgate. That's rule number one. There it is. Hey, Javier Jr. says, Florida weather always sucks. I was there for MLS All-Star Game, and I had the same wet, humid experience. It's just nasty. Every day was a different weather system. It was wild. Oh, I like Javier's take. Best rain experience was at the bank. Forgot how long ago that was. That was like the Dodgers were playing that night too during the weather delay. Yes, Tony. I don't know. I was just saying it was that season one. That was the infamous Day of the Dead scar uh, scarf that everyone's still trying to get that they re-release and then still trying to get his win. That's somewhere back there. I yep. think that one. There it is. There you go. Yeah, that Day Umbrella. of the Dead scarf is like that was the that big rainstorm everything. Is that the that same game where you had the like the in stadium waterfall? <laughs> I believe mm -hmm. so. Yes. Yeah. So I remember I seeing that on, or on Twitter. Yeah, the first like five rows had no covers. The rails kind of did behind us in the north end. So I was one of the geniuses, and it was like there was lightning. I think in the area. <laughs> And we just stood out there like geniuses and went, whatever, let's play a game. Yeah, that was fun. That was wild. 
And yeah, the Dodgers. I just remember the Dodgers vividly in that one because that was the thing to watch during the rain delay. Good playoffs. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Javier, nice when the de- when the depth steps it up too. Exactly. Uh, Carlos C. Steve's comments were spot on. In short, he said he's happy for the points, but there's still a lot to work on. Agreed. Agreed. It's early. Uh, wasn't happy with that team played, but also acknowledged the weather conditions. There it is. Ellis needs to do a men's bomber jacket, a request from Beast. A bomber jacket. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind that. I think they did sell one before, but I'm not a hundred percent sure because I think I've seen that design somewhere before. Yeah. So I it's like know. satin. Like I yeah. have one of those. It's like a it's 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 a, almost like a um starter jacket. I have a couple of those. Mitchell and Nest drops those. Yeah. But yeah, an actual bomber jacket, that would be cool. Get off my lawns on board with that one. Ooh, beast. Good call, man. Since Araceli is repping that badass shirt, non-LSU related news, Angel City FC announced their home and away schedule. And this Saturday, they play their first game in history in the Challenge Cup. That is true. Is it San Diego they're playing? Is that who they're playing, guys? I'm actually going to yeah. talk about the scheduling uh, towards the end of the show. I was going to mention it, but. Just throw it now. Might as well. This is your perfect segue. <laughs> perfect time. He's talking about it. Perfect segue oh, right there. Yes. If anyone follows the NWSL, Angel City FC just released their season schedule today, actually. And, well, actually, the whole league did. And for ACFC, the first match is, I, I just had it up. Let me bring it back up here. Here it is. Yes. Their first match is March 19th. For the Challenge Cup, and they will be playing the San Diego Wave. And the season opener, like the actual season. Oh, goodness. I have it all mixed in with my white cap stuff here. Here it is. Friday, April 29th. They play at the bank. You guys need to go check them out. I think it'll be awesome. If you haven't already seen the merch in the stadium, I, I don't know if they put out new merch this season so far. But I know last year, that's where I got this shirt from, because this was actually when they had announced uh, Christian Press as the first signing. So I am very excited to see, you know, this team. I am excited to see it, too. I can't go to a whole lot of games, but I'll go to as many as I can. I got my polo shirt ready. I'm ready. I'm dressed and ready for this thing. Let's make it happen. So. Um, Challenge question, Cup should be fun as well. Yeah, totally. I was like, I would say the question is, Araceli, are you going to go for the double header weekend of rivalry week at the bank, which is versus us versus Carson, and then it's Angel City versus uh, the Wave? I just saw that. It's like towards the end of July, isn't it? Yep, July, I believe it's July 8th is the first game for us, and then they're on July 9th. So are you if gonna I'm be... able to make it back out, uh, you know I'll be there. <laughs> That's going to be a busy weekend. That's yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like fun to me. All good things. As long as, as long as the Los Angeles teams end up on the right side of the results, that's all that matters. So there's that, too. Ooh. Edgar Corral is calling it the Anthem Jacket. Yes, that one did look like a bomber jacket. Agreed. Agreed. Let's see Wolf in the mix. Good evening from Wolf. 
B says you're thinking deep, Tony. Well, I was there trying to remember if there was new Angel City merch when last time I was at the HQ. That's why I was like, is there? Because it's like they've changed it up so much since the last time we've been there. So because like if you if like again, if everyone who's been to the HQ, you, the on the right hand side, when you come in, used to be the opening for fields and everything. So now that's closed down. So I was trying to remember if there was any new Angel City stuff out there. I was so into the jersey last time. The jersey release, I didn't I didn't notice. I mean, I got mine already, and you actually get some good deals online, and they usually like pin specials and stuff if you buy online from Angel City. They have a lot of promos, so you might win on that as well. So that too. That's where I got my stuff online from them direct. Uh, Beast, doubleheader, brilliant. Agreed. All right. There are the comments from everybody. Let's move into club uh, and community news. Tony, what have you got for us? Sir? So... um of course, tailgates coming up this Sunday. So early morning tailgates. So again, drink responsibly, drink, hydrate very well, and be, again, I think the weather is going to be cold again, but I'm not 100% sure because, again, LA has been changing from very cold to very hot. And yeah. And then, of course, we also have the Empire Boys are holding a... Um, I believe it was Empire Boys. Or I think I, I forgot. I'm gonna look it up. I'll post it on our heart. You'll see they're holding a uh, this Friday. They're holding a chance, uh, kind of refresher for everybody who wants to get and know what the chants are. Because there is a couple new chants out there that most people haven't heard just yet. So just be on the lookout for that. Um, the other thing, of course, I always have to mention is. 3252 membership i'll be uh, i'm gonna beat this with a dead horse if you haven't signed up already just sign up especially with the carson game coming up in a couple of months and i know that is one of the hardest tickets to do but if you want to go that's the first list they'll see you ask for a ticket let me see if you're on that list and the 3252 membership you're not i'm sorry can't come so again keep just keep going with that and i believe that's it for heart of LA, uh, for lafc news and comments besides of course which you guys already told us is uh channel 13 is going to be going to be showing the lafc games from now until the end of the season there is one more thing to to, to promote uh we just Ooh, got yes. from from our good yes. friends at the black and gold vinyl club uh, Friday, March 18th, yes, uh, They at the Blipsy Bar, uh, they're going to be doing the BCVC Volume 1. So basically, you're going to have an event at the bar. They'll be playing some music, choice music from DJs, of course, Soul Libre, Wilton, and Rasta. Gary, love you, Gary. All good, man. Thank you for supporting us. Um, 21 and over, no cover, 8, 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. Uh, should be a lot of fun. It's celebrating the launch of their new T-shirt. Yes, a new black and gold vinyl club T-shirt. Well, that would be fun to wear on this show. I'm just saying. I got to get my one of those. Um, right? Be super well, cool. no, so, I got something uh, for yeah. them. This is actually kind of a perfect segue for them for the 32. Mm -hmm. It's like I do have rec a record container old school box, but... In the measures of you, it's a container with all my scarves. So this is a, doot, 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 doot. It's a collab with Girl with 
if you'll know the name Sub Pop. It was a collab with Sub Pop, and it's a record holder, and I would use it for my scarves. So there it is. There it is. Which, which I'm looking at the the poster right now. Oh yes, <laughs> that's right. It's a crate. Um, yeah. So go check it out at Blipsy Bar. That's uh, 380 Northwestern Avenue in K Town. So again, it'll be this Friday, March 18th, 21 and over, no cover charge. Check it out, people. If you can get there, get there, man. It sounds like it's going to be a really fun event. Again, shout out to the Black and Gold Vinyl Club. Uh, we love promoting what they do. We love the music. Why? Because we also do the Black and Gold Vinyl Club Minute. As we promote our favorite music, interesting music. Last week, we took kind of a, a, a diversion with a new band we've never really promoted before. But again, under the circumstances with, with Ukraine and them being under attack, I felt it was perfectly fitting. Uh, to promote ginger uh truth is they are actually in kiev still now um they're stuck in it so that's something you need to know uh for sure uh so we're thinking of them hoping hoping that they uh can get out of this thing that's for sure and uh you know again pray for them and their families that's for sure now this week i'll take it on a in a in a little bit of a lighter note as you see i'm wearing the green because saint patrick's day is upon us Yes. So for most of you, when you're going to hear this episode, it's going to be on St. Patrick's Day. For the rest of us, yeah, we're pre-partying. So uh, I have decided for this week, yes, it's going to be flogging Molly for this episode. Why? Because I'm going to the concert. That's why. Um, and they're one of my favorite bands of all time. Um, that's one of those those bands where I could just let it start, let the album play, no skipping, just let it go. Uh, for me, you know multiple albums i could have promoted for this one so i think for me drunken lullabies is probably the big conversion album right if you're into it that's the one uh classic songs in there some of their biggest hits are on that one swagger of course is the album before that that's awesome there really is not a bad album from them uh check it out for sure especially if you need to get some sounds tomorrow for saint patrick's day i couldn't think of a better choice uh, for you that'll be out there at the concert i will see you there uh it will be a lot of fun that's for sure again two years I've been waiting to see this happen again so yes it's on so there it is that is my choice tony you like flogging molly right of course who doesn't it's like honestly one of the it's one of the most like when you think saint patrick's day or anything irish it's they're like the first to be brought up like like the departed like what song do you hear in the opening of when you hear that song oh, that's drop kicks though oh sorry drop kicks there yeah see drop kicks and flogging are very similar and just like it's again i mess them up and i apologize for that but flogging molly is like one of also my favorite other bands so it's like you don't really like it's it's a it's a good pump ups like band just to listen to just whatever you're doing oh dude yeah uh, drunken lullaby is like that song i don't care how many times i hear it it still drives me crazy every time i hear it uh even my kids are now into this so you know I, i'm getting i'm getting that that the evil eye from my daughter because you know she can't go to the concert tomorrow so oh well uh a little older but uh definitely it'll be a concert she'll get to see eventually eventually uh yeah again can't go wrong love the music we'll always love the music it's beautiful Aricella, are you into the into that sound i mean you're actually going to be celebrating saint patty's day tomorrow as you mentioned um so you might be hearing a little flogging molly in the process right 
Oh, I have no doubt Foggy Molly is going to be playing somewhere tomorrow. Um, I'm excited to go to the annual Kansas City Parade uh, tomorrow morning, the St. Patrick's Day Parade. And similar to how Foggy Molly hasn't performed in two years, the same with everything over here. Um, for those unaware um, here in Kansas City, it's like a huge tradition to go down to Westport, which is an entertainment district. And they host this, it's like a two mile long parade. It Everybody participates in it in one way or another. And then afterwards, it's like this huge party in this district. And we have like a lot of Irish pubs. So they begin at like eight in the morning, I believe. And they'll go all the way to almost midnight with live music, specials. It, it's going to be a great time. I can't wait. There it is. I, I'm happy for you. Uh, parades are always fun, especially St. Patty's Day parades. They're just wild. So good on that. Again, be happy we can celebrate these things again, guys. It's, 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 it's good to see things opening back up again. It's a relief, that's for sure. All right, so on that note, let's segue back into the football side of things and talk about our preview of, yes, our match against the Vancouver Whitecaps this Sunday at 7. Wow. Um, yeah, we're playing these guys. Tony, what is going on with Vancouver, man? Doesn't sound like good news. There's a reason why we have Max. They are in, in shambles at the moment. Um, the good is we get to see our, our boy Tristan Blackman, the very first one of the very first picks up for LAFC, and the of course the infamous scarf moment that will never ever let Mr. Don Garber lived down. Best moment in LAFC history. Mind you, also five, the 5-3 five, trouncing of Carson as well. But again, that is still in the top moments. Um, the, the bad is they literally, defensive-wise, they're not the greatest. Um, as much as they, they did pick up a good person in Tristan Backman, there's still a lot of confusion back there. And then the ugly is they're coming off a loss, a very, not going to lie, it was a, against Houston. So it, it's kind of going to the question, is Houston that good or is Vancouver that bad? Well, I mean, what's their record, sir? I believe they haven't won one yet. Maybe they've tied. Let me go check real quick because it was just, again, it watching the highlights for that game it was just so kind of horrendous that i'm glad <laughs> that they did so bad that we got Cre max crepe from them <laughs> but, yeah so so um, I, they're winless yes. they're winless one yep. tie two losses one goal four six uh, against am i seeing this correct yep one That's goal it? four and that was the last game too and it was a nice cross into Cavallini, like it was. That's it. They got one. Okay, mm -hmm. six. They're negative five people. Negative five on goal difference. Um, that's all bad things, and a can of bad things on the side. Um, yeah, they're in trouble. I will say this. Uh, you said the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know what else is ugly? Their lineup situation. They do like to play three in the back. Still, even though they've had one, four, and six against, they're sticking with three. And it changes between a 3-4-2-1, a 3-4-1-2, a 
three one four two they're really they're sticking with that three though that's the only consistent thing and then they try to play things out wide that's what i'm seeing you know when it's one up top it's cavallini when it's two it'd be cavallini and caicedo uh up top um and but the back line is trippy like their goalkeeper is hassal but then they've got blackman Vissalinovich and Youngworth, I believe, is their back line. Now, if y'all know Youngworth, y'all remember how people tend to run circles around him, especially when he's in San Jose, and him always being the doghouse with Almeida. That's what they're relying on. I feel really bad for Tristan right now because I'm looking at mobility, and he's probably the only mobile one they have. Um, it, it's pretty, pretty interesting to see. I expect more from them, but that's it. Midfield, um, if they go with the four, you'd probably see Tybert, Owuso in the middle, uh, Dahomey on the left, and Gutierrez on the right. Again, if they're going to have those two sitting up high underneath Cavallini, it would be Gauld and Vile, and then Cavallini up top. Cavallini is like they're constant. And it's the one guy that is dangerous, you know, that's for sure. Um yeah, I mean, that that's really what I'm seeing from this lineup. Not a lot of changes out of that. They just kind of move bodies around. Now, when they do play with that that two up top, um, Nerwiski might get in the lineup. He might replace Youngworth. Possible. Okay. Because um, I think he, he had a red card earlier, too. But that would be the only change I could see with the lineup. But there's... They haven't really found themselves yet. I think that's the best way to say it with that lineup is, yes, they have the system they want to play. Is it working out? No. Are they set in the lineup? They don't make a whole lot of changes, which is a little interesting. Yes, they move bodies around. But, yeah, things aren't looking so hot. They definitely need to make some moves. Uh, Aracilla, your impressions so far from what you've seen with Vancouver? I agree with both of you. They've been absolutely choppy lately and just uh, – and- I think Tony put it best, you know, just in shambles. It's, I don't want to say it's expected from Vancouver because they've never really been the a powerhouse, but it is sad to see and you do feel bad for Blackman. But in terms of our match, our upcoming match against them, I am very curious to see how they will react in the sense that it'll be almost like a reunion because we do have Crepo, we do have, Henry, even though Henry played with them in like 2018, I believe, for just one season. Uh, we have Dos Santos back. So it, it will be kind of a reunion in a way for them. But by the way they have been playing the last couple of games, hopefully we can take that, use that to our advantage, especially being at home. But I don't know. We'll see on Sunday where things have happened. Yeah, on top of that, you know, their fans were pretty angry with Crepu leaving. Uh, we saw a lot of questioning there and, and the moves. And, yeah, I think cheap is the word that comes across a lot with this side. Let's be real. Them in Dallas, in many cases, is like they always underspend with the talent that they have. Like, you could tell they're three players away from really being something. Again, I'm looking at this team going, there are, there are people there. There is some quality in the lineup. But it's incomplete. It's short by three really is if they have three additional players in this that are decent to go into this lineup they can center back right or, or something like that they could be competitive they were competitive last year but again the moves they made weaken their side and they haven't made the proper moves so we come in 
And if I'm going to call it a trap game, fine, I'll call it that. You're like, don't call it. Yeah, I will call it that. Look, they're a team that hasn't won. They're desperate. They're coming to our house. We just got a scrappy win, not a pretty win, a scrappy one. We're feeling pretty good about ourselves, and we're undefeated. Yes, that means don't take them easy. They're a wounded animal. You got to play them harder. So that's the way I see it right now. In terms of injuries to our side, um, Araceli, have you really heard any changes? I, I'm, I'm sure we're expecting some people back this week, right? I haven't heard much change as of yet. I know they are going to do a, another press conference this Friday. So early Friday we'll know um, if there are any injuries or uh, there's anything in terms of availability. Yeah, it's not coming up, you know, injuries yet. The only thing listed so far that I've seen has been Segura, Duenas, and Gaines. That's the only things listing right now. So if that's the truth, we could see a very li different lineup compared to the Miami match. A very different lineup. I'd expect a very different lineup. Tony, you're kind of in that in that realm as well. Is Are you expecting anything similar to what we did in the last match, or do you think there's going to be some some big changes? Well, I feel like there might be a couple big changes. So I was kind of looking at the schedule before because we have two games until the rivalry game is when we go to Dignity Sports. And we have, and this is again the same thing as you were saying. As I said last game, Miami was a trap game, and luckily we came out there unscathed and with three points. Today is also uh, this coming up Sunday is also I feel the same way as it's a trap game because we. In the old, we'll say this in the old Bob era, when we came to a team that was in the bottom of the tables, we would fall into their way of playing because we felt we were so much more dominant and just fall in and we fall into them and gave up points to end up tying or losing that game. But I feel like we might have some change ups a little bit just to figure out who the quote unquote official starters are, or are we just going to keep changing things around just game by game? to figure out the system because of course there are the um starters who will start all the time like vela and uh sanchez at this point right Kobe. right now i will say this yes you can look ahead and go yeah orlando and then carson right we see that on the schedule you can't look past this one do you want to know why do you know what a record is against the vancouver whitecaps as we talk about them being so bad and having so many problems and not quite doing it do you know what record is against these guys overall? Three, three, and three. Yep. We're, we don't have a even. winning record against these guys. We're straight even with them. Straight even. I mean, last time we played them, we drawed them. And then they beat us in August. Yeah. There's that. Uh, we don't. We don't line up well. And, you know, I think the year we got the supporter shield, I think we lost to those guys that year. Like it was, mm -hmm. it was, it's just, this is one of those teams that has a weird way of matching up to us. In many cases, you could say like last year was Max. And now he's with us. But still, historically, we tend, tend to fall on our face against this side. We just do. Again, we don't have a winning, winning record against a team that you would expect that we would. So, yeah, watch out. This one could get dangerous. So that way, looking at the lineup, guys, what are you expecting to see in your 11? So Araceli, in the back line, what do you think is going to field for this one? 
I feel like we're gonna see somewhat of the same line uh, lineup, especially in the back line. Um, do I see Moon starting in this? That that's kind of a tough call, but I do see Hollingshead being a strong possibility. Um, more of let's see. Sorry, I have to bring this up. Mm -hmm. That would be interesting to see Henry start in the back. See if that would... I don't think it would trip him up, but definitely fall to have him back there. And again, you know, just kind of more of the same, especially with the mid, you know, with Sifu and Ilya and Acosta. And up front, he's kind of been interchanging Apoku and Chicho. So for the start, I kind of see Mahala starting this. He's earned it, hasn't he? Mm -hmm. For sure. Go with the hot hand. Chicho hasn't scored yet, right? Or hasn't doesn't done much of anything yet. I mean, you're running it out, but you got to go with the hot hand. Brian hasn't scored, right? We know this. Um, you got to go with the guys that have. Vela has. Poku has. Simple enough. Simple enough with me. I'm with you on that. I think Poku's earned his start. I, I'm on with that. Backline, though, I do think it's going to get interesting. I really, really, really want to see Hollingshead start again. I do. Why do you say that? Because the one way they burn us is on the wings. This is one team that plays well on the outside. They do. They, their system builds for that. That's why they have three in the back. They're all about that wing play. They're all about that that overlap. If you're going to play a guy like Kim Moon Wan, and you're going to play Palacios out there. There's a give and take to that, right? They like to go on, on trips and occasionally come back. And if you're playing a team that can counter you on those exact wings, you might want to get a little more conservative with your approach. You might want to nullify that with, say, an Escobar on the right and a Hollingshead on the left. Also, size-wise, with a guy like Cavallini out there, if you went, say, Mario fall hollingshead and escobar you now have size in all positions and enough speed on the on the flanks to cover that would be my my if they're healthy that would be my take right the Murillo fall yeah escobar hollingshead that would be my take we'll see what happens again since there's been shifting in the line it's hard to predict tony what do you think we're gonna see out there on the um, line if we so I'm gonna with you with Hollingshead if we have because I'd rather have him on the right if we have Palacio so that way we have a give and take so Palacios can run up forward and Hollingshead can stay back. Um in the middle, I would probably fall is a pretty much a in anyone's of our lineups, he's always gonna be one of the main starters because he's there's no way of taking him out. And um, in the next position next to him is always going to be entertaining until Segura comes back. And then it becomes a very big question of what happens moving forward from then. But as the moment, I would probably put Ibiaga in there as well again, because he's, I don't know from Westwise, but again, he's a very defensive uh, defender and doesn't move up too much. And with Palacios, we all know he loves to move up a fort and can burn us. So, and with Vancouver burning us a lot on the wings, that's perfect to do kind of a false 
three in the back with Palacios moving forward. So you, you think if Escobar is available, he probably won't start just because he hasn't been playing? Maybe because again, it's it's this we're in like this weird like is it for the first what three games it's been this whole is he not playing because of suspension now it's injury and now is it going to be does Dolo feel he's not game fit yet or something so until we have a sure answer about Escobar he I don't put him in the starting lineup at the moment but if there's no question that there's no question of his health suspension or anything he's an automatic starter and if he's not then Hollings head shifting to that side and Palacios getting the left side is, is fair enough I could see that that's for sure I do think it's Mario's like he's going back I don't I don't question it I think he's back so I do I do I, I, again has he played himself out of a lineup no I don't think so midfield no debate right we all know who's going in there it sounds mm-hmm. funny, but it seems like it's a certainty now. <laughs> right? Everybody across the board seems cool with that. Sanchez, Sifu, um, and... Ilie. Uh, you, yeah. you know Ilie is going to do it. <laughs> it's kind of a... That's like a no-brainer at this point, which is funny, because usually our midfield has always been a question mark last year. And of course, it's the front line now. Tajuri Shradi, I think, of course, will be a super sub. I think mm-hmm. we see that. Same with Blessing. Uh, I think those guys are super subs at this point. Um, but uh, Blessing uses minutes too, people. Uh, it just seems to make sense at this point uh, where where we're at. Um, and yeah, again, do you do you sit Chicho down or, or or what? What do you what do you do for the sake of a poku? No, I think. Ursula, yeah, you got it. Yeah. yeah. Go, for it. Go for it. No, I know I kind of like jumped ahead a little bit in the beginning by uh, talking about it all in general because I'm looking at both the roster from this last match and the previous one to see if I can see a type of pattern, you know, with this so far, even though we're only three games in. But in terms of the front three, I, I would sit Chicho and then probably bring him in in the second half, depending on how the play is going, because I think Mahala has definitely earned his start. And hoping Vela does not get injured anymore and can play <laughs> a full game. I'm not the saying pig. bank on him completely, but I am, I, I do see him starting with Raito. <laughs> you never know and Raito I mean I know he hasn't got any goals right and it's it's been rough on him but the work rate's been right especially at home he's had some good games at home so I, I I'm with you guys he, he plays he plays so it should be interesting it should be really interesting to see how this plays of course we don't mention Max because Max is a constant guys um I don't think there's any debate in goal we will have to let our other goalkeepers get some minutes at least one of them um just not this one not yet <laughs> Not thank, yet. That's what open cups for. Thank God. Just like I feel for finally, we don't have to talk about that position ever again of changing it. Dude, don't, don't, don't. Or now, it. don't, don't curse it. Mm. Just Messing with me here, man. Messing with me. Oh, in case you guys were wondering about who's on the goal scoring sheet right now so far this year, um, Carlos Vela, of course, has three. 
Tajiri Shradi's got one. Apoku's got one. Fall has one. So just just to throw that out to you guys. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's where we're at. So obviously things are up for grabs up top until people get more consistent. So there we are. All right. So looking at it, do you think, of course, the 4-3-3 is it, guys? Is there any debate? Thumbs up from one, thumbs up from another. Unanimous, 4-3-3. There you go. All right. Let's throw out to listener reaction. See where their heads are at for this match. Uh, let me see here. Uh, moving on, moving on, moving on. All right. Ooh, get off my line. I'm just going to throw that in there. He says, sit B-Rod. Ooh. Huh, interesting, interesting. I, I don't think we will. I just think it's because of the effort he's been putting in. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> oh, bam. Uh, Vancouver at home needs to be a goal-scoring masterclass. I would hope so. This would be the time. Bam, of course, asking questions. Does Chicho start? If he does, who sits? Right. There it is. Oh, get off my lawn. Off topic with what happened in Queretaro uh, a couple of weeks ago. Is anyone aware of leadership in SG or with the 3250 taking action proactively? If so, what? Uh, in Miami, we did. Right? Hanging out with Vice. It's there. We've always been on, proactive on these. Uh, Araceli can attest to that. When we went out to Kansas City hanging out with the Cauldron, uh 3252 travels well there's only one place where it's a little sketch and we all know where that is um i wouldn't put that on us it's just the way it's built take the bus in take the bus out it's just designed for safety purposes has it been effective for the most part but uh could be better that's for sure but on our end i think every other place we've ever traveled and we travel well it's a partnership with whatever groups we're visiting and it's always been that way with us. That's the culture that we build. It's a culture we consistently have. Again, it's only one stadium where it's been funky. Yes, San Jose can be at times, but yeah, I wouldn't even really go that far into that one either. It's just one place that's not not the greatest. Um, and that one, again, if there is an incident, it's because security didn't quite get on the ball with it and listen to us and our requests. Uh, because honestly, we all want everybody to come home safe. At the end of the day, that's the goal. And for them, when they visit our house, again, no incidents is the preferred situation for all of us. Go home, be with your families, enjoy the football, do what you can for 90 minutes, and leave. Simple. So um, on our part, yeah, of course, it's been talked about. Uh, it's been worked on. And again, we're taking the proactive approach with openly working with other supporter groups. So yeah, for sure uh bam uh the only way fall loses his spot at the moment is he gets a red card agreed agreed i do worry about that at times with some of those challenges but the nature of the beast uh edgar corral start vela chicho and brian we need them to mesh we'll need them to mesh in time for uh for carson right uh roberto spinoza b-rod's been putting in work he has he has i think we all agree unanimous <laughs> Roberto Smoza, Maxine does wonders for my late game PTSD. Yes, we are all used to the things getting seated late with this side, and it's just not happening because oh yeah, we have a goalkeeper. <laughs> cool stuff. It works. Uh Carlos C. Uh, I would like to see Vela and Sifu's place with Raito Chichu and a poke up top. Sifu has been underwhelming. You know what? I agree with you. 
Uh, I totally agree with you on that. Um, Decision-making has been off, especially on the offensive side of things. Passes have been behind players at times. It's just the timing's not quite there with him yet. There are games he looks good. Again, it's consistency. There are moments, right? Uh, But Vela in that role, when he's already like laboring, it'd be a hard ask, I think, of Vela at this moment. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, Sifu should definitely be a guy questioned at this point. I agree. Um, He hasn't been to his total level yet. He'll keep improving, though. I'm confident. (laughs) Roberto calling out Tony. Always trying to jinx it. Bro, stop. He just needs to have like like a bunch of wood around him that he can knock every time he speaks. I'm just I'm calling it right. Hey, now. I knock on the desk. It's wood, and um, since I'm the bad guy, I'll just say though. Hold on a second. Hey yo. Hey yo. If you get and if you get that reference, shout out hey, Scott yeah. Nash, Razor Ramon, rest in peace, brother. There it is. <sighs> yeah. Dig it, dude. Good move. Gotta say. Uh, LSC Wolf four three three, yep, the standard. Uh, Carlos C. It's Vela Chicho Rayito Chichos to play the nine with no rotate, with no rotating to the wings. Wings have to play off of him. Our boys love rotation. I don't see that ever changing, especially Vela when he's on. He wants to play all positions. They really do take turns on these guys. And if it's Youngworth, dude, I, you want the speed on him. He ain't the greatest. You need to you need to go at him. That's that's to me the weak link. We had Shea last week. This week it's going to be Youngworth that you have to go after, without a doubt. So I expect some movement. Bam's blaming it on Sifu's new haircut. He's got to match the game with the haircut. I, I agree, man. You're gonna you're gonna do that. You, you want to stand out? Yeah, you gotta step up. I'm with you on that. Uh, Roberto wanted to ask again about Kim Un Juan's possible trade. Nothing's confirmed, man. Um, rumors are out there. They seem consistent. Um, again, it's a World Cup year, so I'm not surprised. I'm not. Um, and he's lost his, his starting job. Yes, he started last game, but uh, it's tough sledding for him. He wants to go to the World Cup. Getting partial playtime with us ain't going to get him there. So I could see something happening. That's for sure. We would make money off him. For sure, like I think the rumored is that we they want a million for him, so this would be the first one that we would get something in return for a player that we want to invest in. Yeah, uh, if we make money, it makes sense. Maybe got another soldier coming in. I don't know with this team. Uh, we'll see. Corral wouldn't mind blessing starts this game over Sifu. I'm with you on that. I'd be cool with that too. I'm fine with that. It wouldn't hurt us. I just blessing as a super sub is so dynamic. Um, we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, blessing needs the respect too. I get that. Uh, LAC will Vela with another 45 minute Granger again. Are we talking about just like the struggling or or the madness of getting a a hat trick in the first half? I'm thinking talking hat trick. Um, could you imagine if he did it again? <laughs> This is the team to do it. I got to say, you're playing Vancouver and they're struggling. If he was going to go nuts, this would be a good one to go nuts on. Um, this would be a good one for B-Rod to break the break the duck. Um, I'm looking forward to that moment, really, because he's been hungry uh, to see him do something. And this could be that game. Of course, he'd have to burn Blackman, guys. Don't cry. Don't cry. Um, to get into there. 
So we'll see what happens. I thought B Rod was going to break it last week. I, in my head, I was like, I think, I think he's ready. I think he's ready, and it didn't happen. But we'll see this week. It's there for sure. All right, guys, thank you for their comments. Right on, you guys rock. All right, let's bring it into it here. Of course, it is the custom of this show to always, always give our final comments before we close things out. Again, thank you, everyone, for your comments. Confessions, madness, announcements of events, all that stuff. The more we hear from you guys, the better. So keep it up. So let's see here. Who are we going to start with today? I think Tony will get the first call. Go for it, brother. All right. Thank you again for having me as always. Um, Ari Sally, thank you for slotting in. I love hearing you talk a little bit more sports with us and stuff like that. We need more women like you out there supporting and showing more uh, effects towards our game and LAFC content in general. Um, be safe out there tomorrow, you guys. If um, it's Valentine, it's Valentine's Day, St. <laughs> Patrick's Day. And of course, you know, green beer, green shots, jello shots, all that stuff. It's it's all fun and dandy, but the main part, the, the most important part is for everyone to get home safely. So if you're un, unable to drive, call an Uber, call a Lyft, call your friends who are home and didn't go out. I, they're probably like AAA will probably be doing the same promotion they always do. If you need to be picked up in your car, just call them. They'll pick you up and move your car with you to your place. But overall, just stay safe so we can see you at the game on Sunday. And then, of course, the same thing, drink responsibly and, and let's have fun. Let's get another three points so we can keep climbing that table faster and faster. There's, yeah, I think AAA does that tipsy toe setup. I think you're you're right on that one every year. So, guys, there's so many alternatives other than driving home impaired. Um, don't do it, people. There's so much on the line. Just don't go there. Um, we want you guys all home safe and everyone around you safe as well. So be responsible tomorrow. That's for sure. Or tonight, I know, for you guys listening to it on the recorded pod. Uh, or Bam. Good stuff, Tony. Or, or Bam. Yes. Is, yes. Because he's ahead of us right now. He's actually in St. Patrick's Day, probably. Well, unfortunately, he can't be able to drink because he's dealing with his uh, the issues he's dealing with. But if I know Bam, if he could, he would. <laughs> yeah, he's getting a medical procedure today, people. Um, again, pray for Bam the quick recovery discovery and yes all around recuperation so uh love you bam and get will soon on that note araceli you have the floor as always thank you guys for having me on the show i i'm excited to join you guys this season and hopefully make some more appearances as the season goes on and of course it is 1 a.m my time so it's already St. Patrick's Day, so happy St. Patrick's Day. And as Tony and Joseph has already said, I will say it again. Uh, I hope everyone enjoys the day. Have fun and be safe. Please be safe. Take an Uber, call AAA, call a friend, call a family member. Do whatever you can to get home safely because it is just not worth to drink and drive. It is, it is just not worth it. And if you're <clears throat> wanting more soccer content, I highly recommend checking out 
the NWSL, whether if you want to support Angel City or even the San Diego Wave. Two new teams this season, highly recommend it. Go to the bank, support the women however you can. And since um, Joseph and Tony were showing off their scarves, I even had to put on my scarf that I got from the women of Angel City, who I had the absolute honor of meeting in November here in Kansas City. So I can't wait to see you guys and everybody when I come out in April. Love it. Thank you, Araceli. You are amazing. Um, always killing it. The last possible second as well. Coming in clutch for us today. Um, and speaking of women's empowerment and women in sports, I do believe this weekend, uh, this game is going to be a special event. Um, and it will be women's empowerment night, I believe. I believe, I believe so, yes. Um, something about Capo stands, Tony Wright, I'm hearing. That mm-hmm. could be super cool. So if you've ever thought about standing in a Capo stand, reach out to your local Capo. I'm just going to say that. Um, don't want to tip any hats here, but when it's a women's empowerment night, it is tradition. So definitely reach out. Bug Tony, you see him. You see him. Sorry, Tony. I'm throwing him at you. Uh, throwing the crew at you. So there it is. Uh, reach out to your, again, your local capo and uh, arrange things for sure. So on my final thought again, again, it's thanking all of you guys. That's the critical uh, that all you guys put in to this show, contributing, adding, Aracela, Tony, bam, Fresco, when we can actually <laughs> secure him. Um, ben, happy birthday, Ben. It is his birthday today. Uh, that's right. It's Ben. It's Ben's birthday. He went through the Kings game last night, an eventful one, right? Um, and uh, I had to. I can't help it. I can't help it. It's just so rich. Um, yeah. So Ben's birthday. So again, show him love as well. Bug Tony about Capo stuff. Um, show some love to Araceli and all that she writes for us and contributes. Again, we're beyond thankful for all the support you give to us. Um, on that note, I know the comments are still, I see you guys still talking. It's cool. Keep it up. The discussions are highly encouraged. Um, for me to all of you guys again, thank you. Uh, love to y'all. We'll see you this weekend at the bank again, 7 p.m. kickoff time. And of course, stay safe on St. Patty's Day, people. Of course, to close it out, we do our tradition. So, word of the day, Araceli, stay golden, Tony, stay golden. And for me, to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles. Thank you for listening to the Heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over. 